This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold. Welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. Now, it's interesting. I remember there was some infighting going on not long ago with Allison McDowell, who I'd love to get on the show, folks. I'd love to. Uh, some of you have asked me to. She's over at wrenchintogears.com, I believe is her website. She got off Twitter. Uh, she was having a lot of fighting going on with uh, Whitney Webb's crowd over blockchain. And she was getting upset with a number of the folks that were talking about uh, similar subjects to us who were then backing blockchain companies. And they were on the website Rockfin. They're collecting cryptocurrencies and forms of payment. And Allison was saying, how could you be fighting this stuff if you're also going to adopt it? Now, I understand there are certain technologies like us with Spotify, you know, where you don't necessarily want to be part of that system, but you have to be if you want to put out a podcast. I can't, unfortunately, run out to the middle of West Virginia yet and uh, play full Amish. So this is what I'm doing. I'm using my skills, my knowledge to try to spread the word. But I understand where Allison was coming from. And the more I read about this, the more uh, I believe her work is instrumental. So I'm going to reach back out to her and see if we can get her on because she has done the most in-depth uh, research into blockchain, social impact bonds, uh, cryptocurrencies, etc. So we'll see if we can get her. All right, we're back here at consensus.net. I'm under uh, media. It's one of their press releases, and I just want to show you here. This is from April 2019, so a year before COVID land, the high school theater production kicked off. It says, building blockchain for government, why governments need blockchain, how decentralized networks will protect our data, streamline processes, reduce corruption, and increase trust. Every time you see decentralized, folks, it is a uh, total scam. We'll break that down in future shows. But this is by Dr. Victoria Adams, Consensus Government Practice Lead in Washington, D.C. It says, government needs blockchain. In almost every country in the world, governmental administrative systems are based on a 19th century centralized hierarchical bureaucratic system. This system is outdated and no longer reflects the digital high-speed world we live in. Most organizations are moving towards a flatter, more agile organization that is more responsive to the rapidly changing world we live in. Government, hidebound by legacy systems and industrial society modalities, is unable to keep up. 
The result is growing administrative sclerosis, increasing dissatisfaction with governmental performance, and a growing sense of alienation and distance from government. I want alienation and distance from government. What the hell are you talking about? I don't even want government. I don't even want to hear the government. I wish I didn't have to talk about this stuff. It says a new vision for government is needed. Yeah, I have one. Go away. One based on a new disintermediating technologies. As we will show in this post, in the post that follows, we believe that blockchain-based government is the future. It says blockchain in combination with other force industrial revolution technologies can provide the operating system for the 21st century and create an agile, efficient, secure, and high-performing government that can radically change our expectations and satisfaction with government apparatuses. So see, back in April 2019, they're talking about the false industrial revolution. And Klaus Schwab's book, the head of the World Economic Forum, his book, the false industrial revolution, came out in 2016. I recommend people read that. I'm going to do a sort of a theatrical reading of that soon, and that will be available in the new uh, RSS subscription that I'm going to have where the full episodes will be there. They're not broken up into segments, and they won't have commercials. That'll be a subscription-based system, and I'm going to put a bunch of the uh, books and things I'm going to read and narrate and put out on that platform as well as over at pain.tv slash gold. So there you have them talking about combining blockchain with the fourth industrial revolution technologies to bring you a better, more agile government that'll be right in your face up close. It goes in here to say understanding the current governmental bureaucratic, uh, bureaucratic model and its flaws. All right. And it goes through, Oh, I don't know what's here. Eight, ten bullet points. And then this goes down into a chart. And then they get into e-government helped at first. Now insecure and costly. So they talk about e-government. And then they get into uh, some other charts and graphs. It gets into reducing labor-intensive processes. And uh, really is just promoting the whole idea behind blockchain. It helps get into help combat the lack of trust in government. Let's see what this says here, folks. Trust in government in the United States. States has been in a steady decline for many years, as the graph below shows public trust in government has reached historic lows. And so it's showing this chart going from 1960, 73% trust the government, and at a peak of about 75% under Kennedy and Johnson. And then it drops all the way down during Johnson down to about 25%. And then it fluctuates between about 25% and 24% all the way up to now. So 24% trust in government. Wow, that's higher than I thought it would be. Well, nobody trusts government because you're going to try to build a blockchain system all around us. We know you're nothing more than a system of total control. It's a prison planet. It gets into what next for blockchain and governmental systems. And then there's a second part uh, to this article. Uh, the reason why I want to introduce this to you was because they're talking about combining the blockchain government in with the fourth industrial revolution technologies. Very important. Very important for you folks to understand that. And then they get into all the examples of why people are losing faith in government and how they consensus are going to help restore people's faith in government. So this is who consensus is. So no one can sit here and ever tell us that consensus is about freedom or liberty or freeing us from government. They work 
work with the central banks. They're working with the big financial companies. They're working with Microsoft. They're working with SoftBank. They're working with the governments. They're building all these test projects to drive people into a blockchain government and a system of total control under central bank digital currency. All right, let's advance here. We're uh, back here also at consensus.net under the media section. And this is from November 2019, so about six months after the last article. And this is which governments are using blockchain right now. It says a comprehensive list of public sector blockchain experiments planned in progress are paused globally. All right, so experiments. Which governments are using blockchain technology right now? And this says, more governments join the race to pass regulatory legislation and commence pilot projects centered around blockchain technology every day. Now, just let me throw it back out. Don't forget last segment where we talked to you. I explained to you what is blockchain government. That is smart cities, central banking, validation of education, tracking vaccinations, tracking loans, and payroll tax collection. All about a system of total control. That is what they are promoting. This is technocracy in action right now in real time. This website is a wealth of knowledge. If you go back to the research we did here on Technocracy Incorporated, and I'm going to eventually go back into more articles and speeches by Howard Scott, the founder. If you take those as the founding documents of the real government that we live under, this stuff I found here, a consensus, outlines the updated version to that, ladies and gentlemen. All right, it says governments can leverage blockchain technology to provide cybersecurity, process optimization, and integrate hyperconnected services while bolstering trust and accountability. The distributed ledger format can be leveraged to support an array of government and public sector applications, including digital currency payments, land registration, identity management, supply chain traceability, healthcare, corporate registration, taxation, voting, and entitlements management. See that? They're putting everything under this. All control. Digital currency, land registration. Oh, oh, you got to register that with us over here on the blockchain. Identity management, that's called digital ID. Supply chain traceability, that's so the government could screw up supply chains whenever they want to. Healthcare, yeah, the government needs access to all your healthcare records. Corporate registration, all the businesses can't exist unless you're on the blockchain. Taxation, of course, they need to come to you by gunpoint and steal your money. Now, they won't even need to use a gun they'll just turn off the rest of your money voting we know that's fake and bs and then entitlements management that's going to be how they bring in the social security folks the ubi folks disability welfare all this stuff it says this article compiles a list of administrations that have launched or are preparing to launch blockchain projects around the world so in north america we have canada the national research council of canada announced that it had built an ethereum blockchain explorer to experiment with transparent administration of government contracts and reliability sharing data with the public number two months later the government of canada began exploring the use of additional blockchain technologies namely ipfs and you can click on all these these have uh, links to all the different articles here 
Number three, the NRC's Industrial Research Assistance Program hosted a blockchain kickoff session and unveiled its plans to test the viability of blockchain technology in administering the program's contribution arrangements with Canadian small and medium-sized enterprises. All right, it goes on. There's uh, several bullet points under Canada. You have Mexico here, four bullet points under here. Mexican government is planning to conduct a public procurement procedure on blockchain network. And so it gets into all this. They have a digital government unit. We have the United States. I'm going to cover that momentarily. Okay, good. That's the one we're going to get into now. So it says the United States, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, you know who they are. We reviewed them here in charge of the Brain Initiative, is creating a blockchain cybersecurity shield, a blockchain-based platform to transmit secure messages or process transactions that can be traced through numerous channels. The application will be used uh, indifferent to facilitate communication between units and headquarters and transmitting information between intelligence officers and the Pentagon. Right, I'm sure that's what it'll be used for. Number two, the House of Representatives passed legislation, the, quote, Advancing Innovation to Assist Law Enforcement Act, end quote, which calls for the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, FinCEN, to conduct a study on the use of blockchain, artificial intelligence, and other technologies. That's the Financial Crimes Unit. That'll be used against you and me. Section 1646 of the 2018 National Defense Authorization Act, H.R. 2810, requires that blockchain be assessed for military employment. The Naval Air Systems Fleet Readiness Center is working on a permission blockchain prototype to track aviation parts throughout their life cycles. The United States Air Force implemented the blockchain approach for supply chain additive manufacturing parts, base camp, project to secure long value chains with distributed ledger technology. The Department of Homeland Security issued a series of grants to explore innovative solutions that utilize blockchain technology to secure digital identity management. And then you have the United States Department of Health and Human Services invested $49, billion, uh, $49 million to build AI and blockchain solutions to reduce operational backlog and costs. Folks, this is just a short list provided by consensus of what the United States government is doing right now with blockchain. And this was written back in November 2019, three years ago. Three years ago, when we get back, we have an even bigger list that these guys have put together on blockchain in the government. We're going to take a look at that. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. I am Dustin Gold, and you are listening to Payne.tv slash gold. All right, folks, there's so much stuff here. So much to go through. And so little time. All right, this is also at consensus.net. This is April 2021, all right? 
So now this is about a year and a half ago. They did an updated list which governments are researching CBDCs right now. Okay, so this actually grew out of this blockchain stuff we were covering. All right, now they uh, there's some articles on their site that show how they blend from the blockchain into the CBDCs. We're going to cover some of that stuff. But I just want to show you here. This is a comprehensive list of CBD experiments planned in progress or paused globally. Um, and this gets into uh, Bahamas, Australia, Bahrain, Bermuda, Estonia, Eswatini, European Central Bank, France, Indonesia, Japan, Kenya, Lebanon, Malaysia, Pakistan, Rwanda, Singapore, South Africa, South Korea, Sweden, Thailand, Trinidad and Tobago, Ukraine, Uruguay, uh, and it's got uh, Brazil, China, Caraco, Hong Kong, Marshall Islands, um, uh, Mauritius, Turkey, Canada, Chile, England, Ghana, Haiti, Kazakhstan. Oh, Borat would be proud of that. Iceland, India, Israel, Jamaica, Lithuania, Malta, Morocco, Netherlands, North Korea, North Korea, Norway, Palestine, Philippines, Russia, Spain, Switzerland, Tunisia, United States, Venezuela. And then you have these that were actually canceled, but I found that they're actually back since 2021. But this is Denmark, Ecuador, Finland, New Zealand. These are just the list that they were keeping up with a year and a half ago of all these countries that are in the process of building and launching their central bank digital currency. So as you can see, it is spreading, folks. It is spreading. All right, so we have Consensus announces partnership with China's blockchain services network. This is from January 2021. All right, so what's that? Almost uh, two years ago now. It says Consensus Quorum will now be available on China's blockchain-based service network, BSN, the country's nationwide blockchain project. And Quorum was uh, this platform purchased by consensus from jp morgan chase it says consensus today announced a partnership with the blockchain based service network to make blockchain more accessible for entrepreneurs and government organizations as part of the partnership consensus quorum an open source protocol layer that serves as a foundation for businesses to build ethereum based enterprise solutions will be available in about 80 different cities through bsn's public city nodes throughout mainland china Consensus Quorum is an open source protocol layer that enables enterprises to leverage Ethereum for their production blockchain applications. Businesses rely on Consensus Quorum to provide the enterprise-grade networks they need to unlock value with blockchain. Consensus Quorum can be integrated with product modules from Consensus third-party vendors or in-house developers to build high-performance, customizable applications. The BSN is a blockchain specialized cloud environment with unified certificate management, gateway, APIs, smart contract SDKs, encryption algorithms for permission frameworks, and stack public chain nodes for easy access. The BSN aims to solve the high-cost problem of blockchain DApp. Uh, deployment and maintenance by providing a shared resource environment and a one-stop solution for developers. Consensus Quorum will be packaged with other mainstream permission and public blockchain networks to sell to enterprises and governments offering a much larger and deeper market in China. Now, I am in the process, folks, 
of doing research into whether or not consensus technology is being used to help with the social score system there in China. I'm not going to go through the rest of this article, but I wanted to show you how consensus is active in uh, building out blockchain. Here, another article on consensus, we have blockchain in government, Smart Dubai, blockchain case study for government in the United Arab Emirates. All right. It says Smart Dubai seeks to make Dubai the happiest city on earth. And smart means prison. All right. So prison Dubai seeks to make Dubai the happiest city on earth. Participation from all city stakeholders. And we know stakeholders is a Klaus Schwab term, stakeholder capitalism. Residents, visitors, business owners, parents, and families is a cornerstone of the strategy. This goal will be carried out by leveraging a wide range of technologies, including blockchain, artificial intelligence, Internet of Things, and by focusing on three strategic pillars, government efficiency, industry creation, and international leadership, right? Collaborating with private sector and government partners, Smart Dubai was established to empower, deliver, and promote an efficient, seamless, safe, and impactful city experience for residents and visitors to achieve its strategic pillars smart dubai aims to introduce initiatives and develop partnerships to contribute to its smart economy that would be smart living smart governance smart environment smart people and smart mobility dimensions it says here adopting blockchain technology dubai stands to unlock 5.5 billion dirhams in savings annually in document processing alone equal to the one burj khalifa's worth of value every year and that's from smart dubai and so this gets into the goal the enterprise ethereum solution here all right so again built on ethereum results achieved they had blockchain platform as a service smart city university paperless strategy so you can go into this and learn more about smart city dubai again this is consensus i'm bringing this all up because i'm trying to show you folks how powerful uh, this company is now let's look at this article on consensus this is blockchain and digital identity and this says the traditional identity systems of today are fragmented, insecure, and exclusive. Blockchain enables more secure management and storage of digital identities by providing unified, interoperable, and tamper-proof infrastructure with key benefits to enterprises, users, and Internet of Things management systems. All right. So you ready to get your digital ID? This says, how does identity work today? For companies, companies often collect sensitive information about their users and store them alongside less sensitive routine business data. This creates new business risk with the rise of user privacy-centric regulations such as GDPR and the shifting industry focus to corporate IT responsibility. When these data are regulated to tight-lipped data vaults, they become less useful in driving product improvements and attaining true customer understanding. Only after receiving large fines or developing stronger IT capabilities will many enterprises pursue expensive and risky projects to achieve the right balance between data security and business needs okay and this is how does identity work today it goes into how it works with internet of things devices and it gets into how it works with individuals let's look at individuals it says identity is integral to functioning society and economy having a proper way to identify ourselves and our possessions enables us to create thriving societies and global markets at its most basic level, identity is a collection of claims about a person, place, or thing. 
for people. This usually consists of first and last name, date of birth, nationality, and some form of a national identifier, such as a passport number, social security number, driving license, etc. These data points are issued by centralized entities, governments, and stored in centralized databases, central government servers. All right, so you need to identify yourself in the prison planet. It continues, but we're going to skip to why do we need blockchain for identity? It says blockchain identity management systems could be used to eradicate current identity issues such as inaccessibility, data insecurity, fraudulent identities. So then it breaks down each of these categories. And then we get to how do decentralized digital identities work on Ethereum? Blockchain technology allows for users to create and manage digital identities through the combination of the following components. Decentralized identifiers, identity management, embedded encryption. So it breaks each of these down. It says, how are decentralized identities secured? How are decentralized identities used? We get into what are the use cases of blockchain and identity management. It says, decentralized and digital identification can be used in many ways. Here are some of the top cases that consensus has identified self-sovereign identity data monetization data portability right and then it breaks each of these down and this actually gets into the whole digital id now consensus went and actually talked about this uh in cooperation with id 2020 which is bill gates outfit you probably heard about that it got a lot of movement a lot of coverage a lot of noise under covid land the high school theater production ladies and gentlemen all right do you understand this so consensus is working on the digital ids again each one of these is a rabbit hole and i don't want to open up every single rabbit hole i just want to introduce you to what this group is working on just to show you how powerful they are keep your eye out for this company consensus if you see them pop up in the news because whatever they're working on it's not good it's not good and it's definitely uh, the complete and total opposite of freedom, liberty, and human autonomy. Uh, here's another article, consensus.net, that we're going to end this blockchain discussion. This is Consensus Expands Blockchain Service Capabilities on Microsoft Azure. That's A-Z-U-R-E. Consensus is working with Microsoft to offer an Ethereum-based managed blockchain service to their Azure customers. Both companies are working together to offer a service based on Consensus Quorum, an open-source protocol layer for developing with Ethereum. And so this gets into their recent partnership here with Microsoft. This is from May 2021. It says, Consensus is strengthening the capabilities of their blockchain solutions by collaborating with Microsoft. As blockchain technology adoption accelerates with more businesses expanding their online presence to include payments and financial uh, transactions, blockchain adoption in the enterprise is growing, according to Gartner's Inc.'s Avia Litton, quote, blockchain production use cases are predicted to keep growing by double-digit percentages in 2021, end quote, due to, quote, the maturation of cryptocurrencies and central bank digital currencies, complex supply chains driven by social and environmental goals, and blockchain middleware abstraction layers, end quote. And so you can go look at this in depth and see what they're doing here with Microsoft, folks, but it never ends. It never ends. There's so much. I could spend literally 100 hours on this site. It's like going to World Economic Forum, and you'll be able to see all the different projects being developed in blockchain, central bank digital currency, universal basic income, 
smart contracts, all this stuff, folks. It's moving forward. But if you want to understand the prison planet in depth, you have to start looking to the architects, to the engineers that are actually building this. These are the scientists and the engineers that Howard Scott wanted to be in charge of the world in which we live in. And as you can see, they are making themselves into a position in which they are needed they are necessary to run the next level of prison planet government i'll be right back this is dustin gold with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold 